Grace, mercy, and peace be to you in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. You know, brothers and sisters in Christ, if COVID has taught us anything, it's that face masks and hand washing, well, it's important. Over this past year, there's been a, a re-emphasis on hand washing, especially earlier on when it was believed that the virus was primarily transmitted from surface contact. The thought was that if you touched an unclean surface and then you would touch your face or rub your eyes or you know lick your fingers to turn a page or or open one of those produce bags at the grocery store well then you'd have a much higher chance of of contracting uh, uh, the virus so cleanliness of hands was and probably still is a tool in in stopping the spread of all sorts of viruses and uh, germs you know, if not for the, the increasingly secularized culture that we live in, we might have expected to hear the phrase, cleanliness is next to godliness, a little bit more often this past year. Cleanliness is next to godliness. Have you heard that phrase before? Maybe your parents said that, or your grandparents. Maybe aunts or uncles, someone else in your household. Apparently, the phrase originates from a sermon in 1778 that John Wesley preached, and it hung around for a while. The phrase, cleanliness is next to godliness, was used, or that the phrase was used in a sermon, brings us to, to the biblical text, as sermons should be based on the, the text of Holy Scripture. In Ezekiel 36, we read these words. I will take away, I will take you from the nations and gather you from the countries and bring you into your own land. I will sprinkle clean water on you, and you shall be clean from all your uncleanliness, and from all your idols I will cleanse you. And I will give you a new heart and a new spirit I will put within you, and I will remove the heart of stone from your flesh and give you a heart of flesh. Again, King David pleads in the 51st Psalm, Have mercy on me, O God, according to your steadfast love. According to your abundant mercy, blot out my transgressions. Wash me thoroughly from my iniquity and cleanse me from my sin. Purge me with hyssop and I shall be clean. Wash me and I shall be whiter than snow. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. This isn't about the washing of hands or any other sort of external cleansing. This is about the necessity of having our whole being washed and made clean by the love and the mercy of God. See, David and Ezekiel have it right. Our sin is a filth that pollutes us to the very core. Our sin isn't something like a virus that can maybe be avoided, mitigated, or prevented with hand washing or face coverings. We know it's far worse than a virus, even COVID, for the mortality rate is 100%. That means all sinners die. The pollution of our sin is left, uh, the pollution of our sin, if left unwashed, always 
results in death. If there is any help or hope for unclean sinners, well, then it needs to come from God alone. David pleads, wash me and I will be clean. And who is he pleading to? He's pleading to the Lord. Now look, moms and dads, grandparents and the like may help little ones wash their hands, but only God can wash away your sin. Now I want you to remember that that it was God in the flesh, Jesus of Nazareth, who went to the waters of the Jordan to be baptized, that is to say, to be washed. And what kind of washing did he receive? Well, he descended into the filth of humanity's sin, and he came up bearing the soil of us all on his flesh. And as he came up out of the water, the Holy Spirit descends ice, that is, into Jesus, anointing him to be the Lord's Christ or Messiah. And so here is Jesus, the holiness, the cleanliness, the godliness of God from within, and the stain in the soil of humanity's sin from without. After his temptation in the wilderness and the calling of his first disciples, Jesus comes to Capernaum. And there he does two things. He teaches in the synagogue with authority, and he drives out an unclean spirit who had possessed a man. Now, rabbis or synagogue leaders would would teach from the scriptures, but when they taught, they, they would discuss what other rabbis had said concerning the text. They would present various interpretations or speculate as to how or or when certain prophecies would, would find their fulfillment. But not so with Jesus. He taught with authority. When he teaches, he doesn't leave it as, well, you have heard it said. He leaves them with, but I say to you. When he reads the prophets, he doesn't speculate how or when they will be fulfilled. He proclaims, in your hearing, this prophecy has been fulfilled. For Jesus to teach with authority stresses the importance of his words, his proclamation for those who first heard it and for us who are hearing it today. Now, coupled with the the proclamation, the teaching with authority, was the exorcism of the unclean spirit. Some translations say evil spirit, and that may be the case, but the preferred reading is unclean. Why? Because Jesus, who is clean, holy, pure from within, stands in opposition to those who are unclean at the heart. And moreover, Jesus demonstrates that he is the one whom God has elected to make other people clean. Jesus is God in the flesh, come to cleanse his creation and create new hearts in those who are soiled with sin. And in Capernaum, in this instance that we hear about in the synagogue, it is revealed to those who were there that there is much more to Jesus than that he was simply from Nazareth. And look, news about Jesus spread faster than COVID and with much greater result. 
For those who were in the synagogue marveled at what was revealed. They heard him teach. They witnessed the exorcism. And, and what did they do? Well, they took what they saw home. They took it to their families as they gathered for the next meal. They talked about what was seen as they washed their hands to prepare the food. They marveled that Jesus of Nazareth made the man with an unclean spirit clean from the inside. And from the household, the news spread among the community. Conversations could be heard in the marketplaces, the fields, the pastures, and around the community well. Jesus of Nazareth is the Holy One of God come down to make people clean. I'd wager that we as a people here today don't quite marvel the same way as those uh, in the synagogue did that Saturday. I suppose it's because we're quite familiar with Jesus. We have heard that his love makes us clean over and over again, and, and then we tend to talk about other things when we get home. Things to do, places to go, sports teams to root for, or hobbies, or, or what it is that we're going to have for lunch. What if we were a little bit more amazed? No, not by your pastor's feeble attempts to, at preaching, but, but at the reality of Christ with us to cleanse us from our sin. What if it became the prominent topic of conversation in our homes? What would that look like? What would the result be if we talked more about Jesus, practiced the love of Jesus in our households, our families, our congregation, and beyond the walls of both? Might the hope of salvation found in Christ alone spread? Might the love of God proclaimed and practiced with conviction and courage be more contagious than COVID? Already now, dear brothers and sisters in Christ, the love of God in Christ Jesus has made you clean. Your sins have been washed away in the lavish flood of holy baptism. The Spirit already is at home in you, producing in you the good fruits of godliness. As you confess your sin and you plead to Christ for mercy, he hears you and he proclaims your forgiveness through the voice of your pastors. You have been washed by the blood of the Lamb. And as you come to his table, it is the blood of the Lamb which cleanses you again from the inside out. Because of Jesus, you have hope. You have life you have good news to proclaim. Marvel once again at the love of God shown you in Christ Jesus and take it home. Amen. And may the peace of God which passes all understanding guard our hearts and minds in Christ Jesus, our Lord and our God. Amen.